Hello and welcome to the High Vibe Business Coach Podcast. I'm George, your host, and I'll be taking and talking you through some of the ups, downs and messy middles of running a successful coaching business. I work with female coaches, consultants and those who love to teach. The work we do together enables them to grow and scale a profitable and fun business using energetically sustainable and aligned marketing strategies to build an engaged audience of ideal clients and then teaching them a really heart-led way of selling. My clients are ambitious and mission-led and I love working with them because I get to be part of the ripple effect that their work creates for their clients and their clients' families and their friends and their colleagues. What could be more special than that? Enough preamble, let's get into the meat and potatoes, shall we? So, a while ago on my socials, I asked you guys, what feels scary or risky in your business? And I had people coming back to me with things like going to a first networking event where they don't know anybody, sending out emails to a list because they feel like they're bothering people, they talked about their fears of going live, of sharing their story, of making an offer, getting on a sales call, doing follow-ups, running workshops, launching a thing and no one buying it, launching a thing and people do buy it because, ah, success, success is a whole other issue. Fear of success is a whole other issue. And we'll talk about that whole kind of fear of failure and fear of success thing on a different episode because right now we're talking about how we do the things, how we do the scary things. Because you know what? All those things can be scary and they feel like a big risk. And the thing is, is the brain likes to predict outcomes because it wants to keep you safe. That's why you get an instant habitual reflex when you see a snake. You automatically know not to go and pick it up. Your brain doesn't waste any time or energy thinking, I wonder if I should go pick up that snake. It's an automatic thought. It's so automatic and so quick that you don't even really register the fact that you're processing it. The movement backwards, that step backwards, just happens. Like if you get too close to a fire and you get too hot, or you see a spider, or you see something else that you don't like. So in this way, our brain works to keep us safe by making a quick decision, and it saves energy, because thinking takes a lot of energy, you guys. And that's why people don't like to do it a lot of the time. So we have a lot of these automatic and habitual reflex thoughts to save us, to save our lives, to save our lives, to save energy, to save our energy for other things. And when the brain can't accurately predict what happens next, it either predicts catastrophe, so you don't do the thing and stay safe, or everything kind of looks, you know, the future kind of looks blank or fuzzy or, you know, have a real lack of clarity, which then makes it really hard to take action. But the truth is that going to a networking event isn't nearly as deadly as picking up a snake. And running a workshop isn't nearly as painful as getting burnt in a fire. But our primitive brain makes it feel that way. Fight, flight or freeze. That's why they say don't believe everything you think. Our brains are hardwired to protect us from harm, even if that means shutting down or limiting us from doing the things we know we need to, to create create success. Thank you, primitive brain. Thank you very much. But the newer part of our brain is interested in fulfillment and purpose and alignment and personal growth and all that stuff. 
So it can be difficult to move forward when you've got these two kind of almost warring factions coming up against each other in your own head. It's no wonder we find new things hard to do. And so I wanted to give you a four-step plan to basically help you do anything that feels risky or scary. And this is super simple. It's something you can put in place by yourself starting today, starting right after you finish listening to this podcast, okay? So the first thing to understand is that things are never scary once you're out the other side. So you can be worrying about something and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and you make it into this huge, huge, huge thing in your head. And the reality is that once you've been brave enough to actually do it and look at it from the other side, you kind of think to yourself, what was all the fuss about? Why did I make such a big fuss about doing this thing that now seems kind of relatively inconsequential? No one really even noticed that, you know, that I did it or that I didn't do it or that I did something wrong and no one cared and all that kind of stuff. We make it into this huge, huge thing. And you know what? That's always going to happen to you throughout your work and personal life. This is not something that's going to go away. You know, they say higher level, bigger devil. And it's so true. You will always No matter how big or famous or successful you get, you'll always come up against those upper limit problems and you have to do the work internally and externally to be able to push yourself against those upper limits where it feels scary to break through and do something else, do something for the first time. Famously, even Beyonce feels scared before she goes out onto that stage. When she just does something different, even she feels scared but she allows herself to be scared and she knows how she's going to manage it so that she can step out onto that stage regardless. Okay, so we know we shouldn't let fear stop us from doing the things that we want to do, but how do we actually do it? So the next thing is you've got to get connected with that feeling of relief and pride in yourself that you'll have once you've done the thing that you know you need to do, right? Because that is what's going to help you pull through the discomfort of actually doing it. We've all done hard things before. And once we're at the other side, we're a bit like, what was all the fuss about? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I could so do that again. But we also forget. We forget so quickly. We forget in the face of panic and fear and our brain telling us to stay safe, stay small. And maybe no one noticed that we're here. We forget that we've done brave stuff before and survived and lived to tell the tale. The problem with catastrophizing everything that could go wrong is that you then start living into that reality. You create that. You send out all the crap energy around how successful or not you're going to be. And thus the outcome is somewhat predetermined. So this step, you've got to get a positive feeling of what it's going to be like if your thing, whatever it is, goes really successfully 100% as you wish it to. The next thing, the next thing is to put a date in your diary. So schedule it in. Schedule it right in there, right in there, that workshop, schedule it in, the live, schedule it in. A date for completing your sales page, whatever, schedule it in. What gets scheduled gets done. I am super strict with my clients. I get them to actually schedule in their launch dates and their workshops and their things straight into their calendar on our call. So that means you make the time. You create a deadline for yourself and you start to get accountable to actually do the thing. 
when there's no deadline, it's so easy to drift and drift and we've got no manager or team lead or colleagues chivying us now. We've got to make this happen for ourselves now we're running our own business. The next thing that always helps me to get accountable is to tell people that I'm doing it. So side note and kind of um, glance into my inner psyche, my deep, dark inner psyche is that guess what? I can sometimes procrastinate, even though I help other people stop procrastinating as part of my business. And it's because I know how to move through it that I'm successful in helping you and people like you move forward. Honestly, I have been a massive procrastinator in my time. Total perfectionist, horrendous completer finisher. Oh, just, you know, the worst, the worst. That's a whole nother story for another time. But a great way, a great way to get over this kind of procrastination um, station is to tell people that you're doing it. So I'm talking about making a public declaration that you're going to do the thing. Then that means you kind of have to do it. You basically have to do it because you're probably not going to want to lose face after telling everyone what you're going to be doing. And I've done this with workshops. I've done this with 100-mile bike rides. I've done this with learning to hang glide. I've done this with all sorts of, all sorts of crazy things. I put, it, I put it out in public that I'm going to do it, and then I have to do it because I don't want to. The only thing worse than the fear of failure is the fear of losing face as far as I'm concerned. So it's a real prime tactic for me is setting dates for workshops and then publishing the date so I can start to get people sign up. Honestly, if I didn't ever set a date, I would probably get stuck in that constant planning of what subject I should cover and got so many things I want to talk about and I'd tweak my slide deck until it was just perfect before I even start promoting the workshop. And that would mean that I would never, never, never run that workshop because I'd be stuck in this perfectionist kind of cycle, right? You don't want this for yourself. Like, I promise you, you don't want that for yourself. So tell people that you're going to do it. Add it into your diary and then take a deep breath and just do the thing. Do the thing. The other great thing about doing this, all of this, right, is that when you're going around and around in circles and you're kind of ruminating and pondering and procrastinating and you've got no clarity on on what needs to happen next, I want you to know that that action, almost any action, almost any action will give you more clarity on whether you're going in the right direction or not. Almost any action. As soon as you start to plan something, as soon as you start to get something out into the public space, you will start to get clarity on what you need to do next. Clarity and motivation and momentum and all of that stuff is super key to having a successful business. And if you need some extra help, I'm not too far away. So you can just search for my Facebook group, Entrepreneurial Hearts, and you'll find me in there helping people just like you. The link will be in the show notes or in the comments somewhere here. My absolute zone of genius is breaking all of this business stuff, messaging and offers and sales pages and how to have sales calls and all of that kind of stuff into step-by-step actionable bites so that you can market and sell your offer in a way that feels good and grow your business to have the impact that you want. My clients have already smashed their May targets and we're only halfway through the month. I love this for them and I want it for you too. So I want you to let go of worrying that you're gonna look silly. I want you to let go of your fear of it not working. 
I want you to let go of the discomfort that you feel and just push through and know that when you're on the other side, things will seem a whole heap better and it will be easier next time. I promise only you can do this for yourself. So bring some awareness, bring some planning, bring some accountability and just bloody back yourself, woman. Hello and welcome to the High Vibe Business Coach Podcast. I'm George, your host, and I'll be taking and talking you through some of the ups, downs, and messy middles of running a successful coaching business. I work with female coaches, consultants, and those who love to teach. The work we do together enables them to grow and scale a profitable and fun business using energetically sustainable and aligned marketing strategies to build an engaged audience of ideal clients and then teaching them a really heart-led way of selling. My clients are ambitious and mission-led and I love working with them because I get to be part of the ripple effect that their work creates for their clients and their clients' families and their friends and their colleagues. What could be more special than that? Enough preamble, let's get into the meat and potatoes, shall we? 